All right. Well, go ahead. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, you go go ahead and be seated. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming tonight. And boy, everybody talking tonight already has been so powerful. And the smile on your face. I didn't understand one word that she said. But I could understand her smile. Yes, so much joy. And we have something. We're carrying something. We're all carriers. Right? We're carrying the power of God. We're carrying the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, listen, we can make a difference. I think we ask ourselves all the time, are we making a difference? You know, last time I was with you, like, talked about how the man that was lame for 38 years. What distinguished him? What was the mark on his life? He made excuses. And we're missing out on our miracle when we make excuses. God hasn't called us to make excuses. He's called us to make disciples. Right? He's called us to make a difference. You, you are making a difference. You might think, what can I do? How am I making a difference? But you are carrying the Holy Spirit. You're carrying God. You know, the mother of Jesus was Mary. Mary was one person. But she was carrying the Son of God. Did she make a difference? Why did she make a difference? She made a difference because she was carrying something. She had something inside of her that was going to change the world. She had the Son of God living inside of her. Amen. Why did she make a difference? Because her, name, her name was Mary? No. Because she was 15 years old? No. Because she was Jewish? No. Why did she make a difference? Because of what she was carrying. You see, you might say, well, I'm not carrying Jesus like Mary was. You're right, you're not carrying Jesus like Mary was. You have something better. She could only carry Jesus for nine months. We get to carry the Holy Spirit forever. Amen. We're united. We're united by the Holy Spirit. We're united to the Father and we're united to the Son. Through the Holy Spirit. So if Mary could make a difference carrying Jesus for just nine months, then we can make a difference carrying the Holy Spirit for, for years. We'll be carrying the Holy Spirit Many of you are young. 
be carrying the Holy Spirit the whole time you're on this earth. And we'll, and we'll be carrying him all the way to heaven. So we have the power to make a difference. And I want to talk to you about that. Because we need to be reminded. Uh, and something I shared with you last year also. Is that God is a builder. The, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4. It says for every house is built by someone. You know everybody here lives in a house or an apartment. That apartment didn't just show up one day. The house didn't just build itself. Uh, amen. Does anybody here have a, have a car? If you have a car, that car didn't build itself. Amen. Somebody had to build that. You wouldn't have it if somebody didn't build it. Well, Toyota had to build it or... Or Honda had to build it. Ford had to build it. Somebody had to build it. Everything has a builder. Everything meaningful in life has a builder. So if there is going to be any more meaning in life, if we're going to have meaning in our lives, if we're going to have significance in our lives, it's by building something. So it says that for every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Amen. Amen. Every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. And what does the Bible say about you and me? We're made in God's image. Amen. So if God is a builder and we're made in God's image, we're builders. We're builders. Now you got to start seeing yourself as a builder. Because if you just see yourself as a part of the building, you won't make, you won't make a difference. But if you see yourself as a builder, you make a difference. Now for whatever reason, God brought us all into this room in this moment for a reason. We have to learn that reason. Everything we do should have a, a reason. There should be a purpose behind it. So we have to build something on purpose. I really want you to get get a hold of this. This morning, if you if you reduced my message down to six words, it would be I have a covenant with God. How many know through the blood of Jesus because of the blood of Jesus you have a covenant with God. Amen. Amen. 
He's going to keep his promise because of the blood of Jesus. He's not going to keep his promise because of you. He's not going to keep his promise because of me. He's going to keep his promise because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Now, this morning, those six words, I hope they stay in your head. In your head and in your heart. I have a covenant with God. I have four more words for you. So when I leave here, you will have had ten words from me. Six from this morning and four from today. So what were the words this morning? I have a covenant with God. I say that I have a covenant with God. All right, all right. These four words are I am a builder. I am a builder. Say I am a builder. Now, we have to hear this. That's why I brought this to you last year. And this year. And I want to keep bringing this to you. Because our identity leads to our destiny. When you know who you are, you'll know what to do. When you know who you are, you'll know what to do. The word for son in the Bible is the word to build. Builder. Think about it. The word son, which can be son or daughter, son or daughter, the root word of son or daughter is builder. Builder. As a son or daughter of God, God created us to be builders. Amen. Now, once you know that, you can then start doing it. When you know who you are, it produces what you do. So if you grew up knowing, I'm a builder, I'm a builder, I'm a builder, guess what? You'd be doing right now. You'd be building. Many children grow up to take over the family business. How many know we're in God's family business? No wonder that when Jesus was grown up, he was a builder. He was a carpenter. He was a builder. He built things. Because that's what his father did. Not just his earthly father, Joseph, but his heavenly father. He was a builder. Jesus was a builder because his father was a builder. We're builders because our father's a builder. Jesus grew up building because that's who he was. You're a builder. You might think, oh, no, I'm just an attender of the church. I'm, I'm just an usher. I'm just a business person. No, you're a builder. 
You're a builder. You're a builder. Say that I am a builder. I am a builder. Everybody in the Bible was called to build something. And the one thing that was most in common that everybody had starting with Noah Noah was called to build. Everyone in the Bible was called to build something. And everyone in this room and everyone watching you're called to build something. Do you know what you're called to build? Well, let me read the list of these people in the Bible. We have Noah in Genesis 8.20. He built an altar. An altar. Noah built an altar. An altar, the meaning of the word altar is the place where Divine and human, divinity and humanity meet together. So when Noah built an altar, it was so that God and man would meet together. Amen. After Noah built an altar, Abraham built an altar. In Genesis 12:7. In Genesis 26, Isaac built an altar. I want you to see this pattern. Noah built an altar. Abraham built an altar. Isaac built an altar. Jacob built an altar. Moses built an altar. Joshua built an altar. The Israelites built an altar. Gideon built an altar. Manoah built an altar. Samuel built an altar. Saul built an altar. David built an altar. Elijah built an altar. Ahaz built an altar. The returning exiles from Israel built an altar. The returning, the people that returned from Israel, they, they built an altar. Do you see the pattern? All these people were builders. And what, what, what did they build? An altar. What do they build? An altar. An altar. And what is an altar? It's where divine, the divine world and the earthly world meet together and create an exchange. Why is this so important? Because once you realize that you're a builder, you'll get busy building. If we're not building, it's, it's because we don't know we're builders. Once you know you're a builder, once you know you're a builder, you start devoting your life to building. 
All these people were called to build an altar as an example to us that that's what we're here to build. We're building an altar. What is an altar? It's mentioned 358 times in the Bible. And it's always where heaven and earth meet together at the altar. The altar of the Old Testament is the church in the New Testament. The church is the altar. The church is not this building. The church is us as a people. You know how important this church is? It's 100% equally important with every other church in the universe, every other church on earth. This church, this church is just as important as my church. It's just as important as Joel Osteen's church. It's just as important as any church because it's God's church. Amen. It's God's altar. It's where God comes and meets with this earth. When you realize that that's what this is and realize how important this church is, this church is not ranked. Well, it's, it's in Turkey, so it's down here. Well, it's only 100 people, so it's down here. No, it, it is equal to every other church. It is just as important as every other church. And you are just as important as every other person. And once you realize that, you're going to make a difference. You're going to make a difference. You won't make a difference because you're part of an organization. The Boy Scouts. The Lions Club. Yeah, whatever. The YMCA. These organizations. Because you go to a university, that doesn't cause you to make a difference. Because you have a college degree, doesn't cause you to make a difference. Because you have money, does not cause you to make a difference. It's because you're the church. You're the church. I'm the church. We're the church. Therefore, we're going to make a difference. But we're only going to make a difference when everybody knows you are a builder. That's Amen. Say, I'm a builder. And what are we building? We're building the church. Why? Because that's what Jesus is building. Amen. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus says, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Matthew chapter 16, verse 17. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. 
İsa'nın ne mutlu sana Yunus oğlu Simon dedi. He says, "Blessed are you, Simon, the son of Jonah." Ne mutlu sana Yunus oğlu Simon dedi. Because he's a builder. Çünkü o bir inşaatçı. He's a, he calls him a son. Ona because he's a builder. He said, but this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood. But my father who's in heaven revealed this to you. And on this rock, Jesus says, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Ve ölüler diyarının kapıları ona karşı direnemeyecek diyor. Jesus said, İsa dedi ki, the gates of hell ölüler diyarının kapıları kiliseye karşı direnemeyecek diyor. The gates of hell ölüler diyarının kapısı can prevail against the government. hükümete karşı gelebilir. The gates of hell can prevail against the population. İşte e, popülasyona karşı gelebilir. The gates of hell can prevail against a community. Ölüler diyarı bir topluluğa karşı da gelebilir. A nation. Bir ulusa karşı gelebilir. A business. Bir işe karşı gelebilir. A country. Bir ülkeye karşı gelebilir. The gates of hell can prevail against Ölüler those things. Ölüler diyarının kapıları bu şeylerin üzerinde hüküm sürebilir, yapabilir. In fact, the gates of hell has, has destroyed many of those things. Ölüler diyarının kapıları bu şeyleri mahvetti hatta. But the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. You might think, just us here, and just us are stopping hell. We're stopping hell from controlling this earth. That's how powerful you are. That's why you need to realize how to pray. How to speak with authority. How to prophesy. Because the, the one thing that, that hell cannot prevail against it's the church. And the church is not fully the church without you. Amen. So once you understand this you'll start seeing yourself different. You'll start speaking different. You'll start praying different. You'll start giving different. And you will make a difference. Because you're the church. And what is the church? Builders. What are you doing? We're builders. Say I'm a builder. Say it again, I'm a builder. That's who you are. Amen. Jesus said, I'm building my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Göklerin egemenliğinin anahtarlarını sana vereceğim. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Her şey göklerde de bağlanmış and olacak. You, and whatever you loose on earth her şey will be loosed in heaven. Göklerde de çözülmüş olacak. That's the power you have. Bu güce sahipsiniz. That's the power you have. Bu güce sahipsiniz siz. When you start praying like this is powerful, when you start praying like we're the church, 
gibi dua etmeye başladığınızda heavenly things are going to start happening on earth. Göksel şeyler yeryüzünde olmaya başlayacak. Because we're the church. Çünkü biz kiliseyiz. And whatever we bind on earth is Ve bound in heaven. Biz yeryüzünde neyi bağlıyorsak bu gökte de bağlı oluyor. That that word to bind Bağlamak it, kelimesi it means to forbid. İzin vermemek demek. To say no. Hayır demek. Whatever we forbid, ben neye izin veriyorsam, heaven forbids. Cennet de ona izin veriyor. And the word permit means to allow. İzin yani izin vermek bu. So he says whatever we allow, yani biz neye izin veriyorsam, heaven allows. Cennet de buna izin veriyor. Now I need you to get a hold of this. Yani şunu anlamanıza ihtiyacım var. Because listen. Çünkü dinleyin. Mostly we have this backwards. Çoğunlukla tam tersi şekilde anlıyoruz. What we think usually. So, çoğunlukla düşündüğümüz şey whatever heaven forbids cennet ne izin vermiyorsa i will forbid ben izin vermeyeceğim and whatever heaven allows ve cennet ne izin veriyorsa i will allow ben de ona izin vereceğim but that's the opposite ama aslında tam tersi heaven cennet is waiting for you seni bekliyor Whatever you bind on earth, on earth, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. In other words, heaven is waiting for you. Heaven is waiting for you. To bring the power to this earth. The Bible says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed that it would not rain and it did not rain for three and a half years. And then the Bible says then he prayed again and the heaven gave The rain. Listen. Şimdi düşünün. You need to learn something about yourself. Kendiniz ile ilgili bir şey öğrenmeniz gerekiyor. You have superpower. Siz özel güçlere sahipsiniz. You're carrying the power. Siz bir güç taşıyorsunuz. But the power is not released. Ama o güç. The power is not activated. Aktifleşmiyor, açığa çıkmıyor. Without you. Sen olmadan. God Tanrı did not tell the heaven to stop the rain. Cennete yağmuru durdurmasını söylemedi. Elijah did. İlyas söyledi. And you know what the Bible says about Elijah? İlyas hakkında ne diyor biliyor musunuz? The Bible says Elijah isn't even the best prophet. İlyas en iyi peygamberlerden biri bile değil. Jesus said the greatest prophet was John the Baptist. Vaftici Yahya idi. You know that? Elijah was great. But Jesus said John the Baptist was the greatest. But you know what Jesus went on to say? But the least of you in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. So yani, if I get this right, based on what the Bible says, based on what Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 11, so we have Elijah. He's at this level. 
And he told the rain to stop. Ve yağmurun durmasını söylüyor. And it stopped raining for three and a half years. Ve üç buçuk sene boyunca yağmur yağmıyor. And then he told it again Sonra to start raining. Diyor ki ya. And the heavens gave rain. Ve cen- e, gök yağmurunu veriyor. Here's Elijah. Şimdi İlyas bu seviyede. He's at this level. O şu se- bu seviyede. John the Baptist. Baptizci Yahya. Is at this level. Bu seviyede. Jesus said John the Baptist is the İsa greatest prophet. İsa dedi ki Yahya en büyük peygamberdi. So we got. Elijah here, yani pretty Ilyas, powerful. Ilyas he can stop the rain. And then he can make it rain. That's pretty powerful. Yani But John the Baptist was Ama greater. Amen. Amen. John the Baptist is amazing. Because he's even greater than Elijah. But yet the Bible says, the least of us, the smallest of us, is even greater than John the Baptist. That means, we have the power that Elijah has, and we have even more power than that, because We have the power that John the Baptist has. But we're even more powerful than that. We're even more powerful than that. Because he said we're greater than John the Baptist. And that level, he, he says at that level, the least of these, the least of us are at that level. The very least of us. I don't know what you think of yourself. But even if you think you're the least of everybody, you're up here. You're a builder. You have the power. And you have the keys. You have the keys. You have the keys. You know, you know in America, Bakın, kids get their driver's license when they're 16. Is that how it is here? What is the age here? 18. How many know if you're a parent and you, we all know because we were all kids at one time, right? How many remember when you got your driver's license? Anybody remember when you got your driver's license? When you get your driver's license, a big deal in America. When you're 16, you get your driver's license. That means you can drive. That means you can go 100 miles an hour. 150 kilometers an hour. Once you're old enough to have a driver's license, you can go really fast. But Guess what? Just because you have a driver's license doesn't mean you have a car. How many know there's a difference between having a driver's license and having a car? And as a parent, just because my kid turned 16, America might have given him a driver's license. But I didn't give him the keys. 
You need the key to start the car, Arabayı right? Için var, Just because he had a driver's license, it doesn't mean he gets to drive my car. Because if he's going to drive my car, he's going to have to get the keys from me. And I got news for you. When a kid is 16 years old, they might have their driver's license, but they're not getting my key without killing me. You understand? They're going to have to kill me to get the key. Because just because they're 16 doesn't mean they know how to drive. Just because they have the permit doesn't mean they have the keys. But Jesus tells us here he's given us the keys. And that means we're supposed to drive. That means we're supposed to use the keys. And what do keys do? Keys unlock things. Keys give power to things. Keys have the power. Keys open doors. Keys open locks. Keys open things. Keys have the power. And Jesus gave you the keys. You better leave here tonight knowing that you got power. You have the power to build something. We are building something here. You know why? Because we're builders. You're a builder. I'm a builder. Say I'm a builder. Come on, say it like you mean I'm a builder. You have the keys. You have the keys. Jesus said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is going to be loosed in heaven. Heaven is just waiting for your declaration. Heaven is waiting. Heaven is waiting for you to prophesy. You know, in the book of Ezekiel, did you ever read the story about the the dead, the dry bones? It's called the Valley of the Dry Bones in the book of Ezekiel. Jesus, God takes Ezekiel to this valley. And he, says, and he says, see this valley? What's in this valley? And Ezekiel said, dry bones. And God asks Elijah, or excuse me, God asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? Now listen to me. God asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? Bu kemikler yaşayabilir mi diyor. And Ezekiel says, Ve Ezekiel diyor ki, Only you know Lord. Sadece sen biliyorsun Rab. And God says no. Ve Rab diyor ki hayır. Wrong answer. Yanlış cevap. He said you. Dedi ki sen. Must open your mouth. Ağzını açmalısın. And you must prophesy. Ve sen. To these dry bones. Bu kemiklere ilan etmen lazım. The Lord says to live. The Lord says come back to life. The Lord says become an army. The Lord says breathe life into you. Guess what? 
Bilin bakalım ne? The Lord wasn't wasn't causing those dry bones to come to life. İsa o kemiklerin yaşama gelmesini sağlamıyordu. He told Ezekiel to. Ezekiel'in bunu yapmasını söyledi. And only when Ezekiel did it. Ve sadece Ezekiel yaptığında. Did the dry bones come together? kemikler bir araya geldi mi? And only when he prophesied life. Ve sadece o peygamberlik ettiğinde. The dry bones became an army. Kuru kemikler bir ordu oldu. You know, every one of us. Her birimiz. There, for all of our lives. Yaşamımız boyunca. We have dry bones. Kuru kemiklere sahip olduk. And those dry bones. Ve o kuru kemikler. Are waiting for us. Bizim. To speak life. Yaşam konuşmamızı bekliyor. We have the power. Güç bizde. Death. Ölüm and life are in the power of the tongue. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Is that, is that right? Am I right about that? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. That word power is authority. Your authority is in your mouth. You didn't even get to heaven. You didn't even get saved without your mouth. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you're saved. The key of the kingdom is your mouth. It's your words. It's your words. The key that opened the door of salvation was your words. Jesus already was Lord. The Father made Jesus Lord. But when you said it, if Jesus became your Lord. Jesus was already made Lord by the Father. But when you said it, he became your Lord. When you said it. See, God's already provided all the blessing you need, all of the money you need, all of the wisdom you need. Jesus has already paid for that. But you have to activate it. You have to speak it. This church will be filled when you say it will be filled. Your life your life will be joyful and happy when you begin to declare the joy of the Lord is my strength. If this is true with the gift of salvation, it's true with everything else. The key is in your mouth. You hold the keys. You hold the keys to the power of prayer. You hold the keys to the power to prophesy. You hold the keys to healing and miracles. You hold the keys to salvation for your whole family. You hold the keys for increase, abundance and prosperity. You hold the keys of healing 
healing and health and wellness. Şifa, sağlık, iyilik, you hold the keys of peace and freedom from depression. You hold the keys to having power over anxiety. But you got to put the key in the lock Ama and open it. Sokup and when you open your mouth, you're putting the key into, into activation. The great key maker, God, Büyük made Tanrı, the keys, yarattı, but he gave you the keys. He made them, yarattı, but he put them in your hands. Amen. Amen. Now, Şimdi, you have what you need to build because you're a builder and you're going to have to have tools if you're going to be a builder you have to have the tools to build and what are the tools? our words are the tools this is how we build anything with words you know you build people up with words you know if you went up to somebody and said man you're so great I believe in you Kofi I believe in your business I believe you're going to have your best year I told them already you're going to have your best year 2024 is going to be your best year ever I prophesied that over here Guess what I'm doing? I'm building him. I'm building him up. You know you have to build yourself up too. And you know how you do that, right? You got to build yourself up with words. Sometimes those words are your own language. But sometimes you can't speak your own language. And all you can do is just speak tongues. Like what happened to pastor. When he first got saved, the Holy Spirit came on him, and he didn't know what to do. He was trying to think, what do I say? What's happening to me? And he couldn't even speak his own language. He couldn't speak in Turkish, and he couldn't speak in English. But guess what he was speaking? Every time he opened his mouth, he was speaking in tongues. And you know what? You will build yourself up when you start speaking in tongues. You'll build others up when you encourage them, when you strengthen them, when you give them powerful words. Think of the difference you make if you're married. If anyone here is married, you know how powerful your words are. Just try it. Try telling your wife, I don't like your hair. You see how that goes. She's taking that key and throwing it away. She's never going to open the treasure for you. Because you see, you, you brought her down. With your words, you tore her down. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14, a wise woman builds her own house, but a foolish one tears it down with her own hands. She doesn't even need the devil. <laughs> 
she tears it down kendi with her own hands. Kendi elleriyle yıkar. That's how powerful you are. O kadar güçlüsünüz. You're going to either be a builder ya bir or you're going to tear down. Ya da yıkıcı olacaksın. You know we could we could try to build the church by saying all the bad things about the other churches. But that's tearing down. That doesn't work. But if we want to build the church, we're going to have to speak life. We're going to have to speak our authority. We're going to have to prophesy. And we're going to have to command the north to let go of the people. Command the south and the east and the west Kuzeye, and we must command them to let go of the people. Amen. Amen. Let's do this right now. How many have a family member that needs salvation? Okay, guess what we're going to do? We're going to build the kingdom. We're going to build the kingdom with our words. So I want you to say this. Say in the name of Jesus. God has made a promise to me. According to Acts chapter 16. That if I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, I shall be saved, and my whole household shall be saved. My whole family shall be saved. All my relatives will be saved. I command the devil, take your hands off of my family. Take your hands off of my family members. In Jesus' name. Because whatever I forbid, heaven forbids. And whatever I allow, heaven allows. In the name of Jesus, I declare all my family members are saved. And family of God. And they're serving God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen. Guess what you're doing? Guess what you're doing now? You're using your authority. You're using your authority. And where's your authority? It's in your words. And we didn't put it there. God put it there. But God didn't stop the rain. Elijah stopped the rain. And it says in James chapter 5 verse 18. And then Elijah prayed again. And and he said, make it rain now. And the heavens gave the rain. God didn't do it. Elijah did it. You're a builder. Say I'm a builder. I have the keys. I have the keys of the kingdom. Jesus didn't just give these keys to Peter. He gave these keys to all of us. 
Whoever is born again, the least of us are greater than John the Baptist, greater than Elijah. Now we need to be humble people. We're not going around telling people how great we are. Because we're humble people, amen? But we use our authority because God gave us great authority. Amen. Amen. We can't wait for somebody else to do it. You have to do it. You can't wait for somebody else to do it. You have to do it. There's so many blessings in the atmosphere. They're just waiting for somebody to call them forth. They're waiting for someone to prophesy. If you go through the Bible, you'll see that nothing happened without mankind speaking it. Jesus gave us that authority. He gave us that power. We have to start using it. Everybody say, I'm a builder. Say, I have the keys of the kingdom. Jesus gave me the keys of the kingdom. Now I'm going to use the keys. I'm going to use my authority. I'm going to pray with power. Amen. Whatever, amen. It's that simple. I gave you six words this morning. I have a covenant with God. I gave you four words tonight. I am a builder. And what are, the, what are our tools, builders? Our words. Death and life. There are some things we need to speak death over. I speak death over my anxiety. I speak death over fear. I speak death over war. Amen. I speak death over evil government. Not, I'm not saying for the people to die. But I'm saying for the power and the control that people have. We break that power. We break that power. Amen. Amen. Amen. The end. Son. <laughs> the end for me, but the beginning for you. The beginning of your building days. Listen. We're called to build ourselves up. We're called to build one another up. We're called to build the church. We're called to build wealth. These are all things that God created us to build. Amen. Amen. When you start using your authority, miracles are going to start happening. Don't wait for somebody else. You say, well, what if, why can't our church do more and do this? You, your church will do more when you speak it. 
diyorsun ki kilisem neden When you declare it you are the church ama sen konuşmaya bunları ilan etmeye o şeylerin olmaya başladığını göreceksin çok şey olduğunu görmeye başlayacaksın ki because you're You're not you're not waiting for somebody else to do it. I speak life. I speak abundance. I speak increase over this church. I speak increase over River Istanbul. Increase of power. Increase of authority. Increase of souls. Increase of members. Increase of Glory, increase of revival, increase of financial breakthroughs, in Jesus' name, are you saying increase, are you declaring increase, everybody's declare, say in the name of Jesus, I pray increase, over my church, I declare increase, increase of members, Increase of souls. Increase of finances. Increase of revival. I prophesy that over my life and over my church. In Jesus' name. Amen. You see, that's how builders build. That's who we are. We're builders. Amen. Heavenly Father, we pray today. Open our eyes to see that we're builders. Open our ears to hear that we're builders. Open our hearts to conceive. Open our hearts to dream bigger. Open our hearts to see your vision. To see a greater vision. For our church. For our nation. We declare revival over Istanbul and the nation of Turkey. That it will become It will become a Christian nation again. It will become a center of revival again. On this hundred year anniversary, we declare this, this nation will walk with God. This nation will have revival. And this nation will spread revival around the world in Jesus name Amen